Did it again. Here we go. Let's try to go live this time. And restarting. Here we go. We're Doug and Will and we are off the rail, off the rail. Listening to Off the Rails, a podcast that's rarely recorded with little preparation and two uninformed guys. I'm Doug, and with me as always, welcome, who William! William, I'm going to save the clapping right there. Normally, I'd throw some clapping or some cheering in there, just the way things are going. I'm so I'm hearing a little bit of an echo that wasn't there earlier. It's not that bad, but the echo's there. Welcome to Off the Rails, a podcast that is rarely recorded, and we are so confused on what we're doing at this point. It's been three, four weeks since we've recorded. William has upgraded his studio. Congratulations. We appreciate that. Thank you for upgrading. He's got the Blue Yeti. He's got some headphones. But now we've got an echo uh, that normally I don't feel like we have, and I'm afraid that that echo is coming across to you. So if it is, I'm sorry. Maybe you'll get used to it. Uh, good luck, everybody. Here we are. William, hi. How are you? Am I on mute? I have no idea. Can you hear Oh, me? my God. <laughs> Hello. Hello? Hello? I can hear you. You can? I why can. You... Okay, why did you freak out like that? I was just asking a question. I didn't know if the mute was on or not. I, c- I couldn't because, tell. Because we just spent 20 minutes trying to figure out how to get your stuff to work. <laughs> We finally got it to work on your end, and then you tell me, can you hear me? I was yeah, like, so, so here's the thing, Douglas. This is going. I feel like this is going to be a shit show, but I do want to say, based off of Shoki's and I experienced the other night, I was hearing an echo the entire time, and Mr. Shoki told me it was normal. That's what you'll hear, but I hear zero echo right now on my end. So things are good, good to go on my end. I'm coming in crystal clear. You're coming in crystal clear. Uh, Pearl's volume is on one. That's coming in crystal clear. So I'm okay. Just, things are good. Things are good. I hope it works. Hope for the best and, and uh, expect the worst. Expect that, the worst and hope for the best. Who knows? That's William, right. I'm going to crack open a beverage here. We haven't done that in a while, but I've had one just sitting here getting warm as we were trying to figure things out. I'm drinking a Happy Dad seltzer. I'm very excited about this. What do you know about Happy Dad? Yeah, what do you know about Happy Dad? I know nothing. I've never heard that brand in my life. Uh, are you familiar with the Nelk Boys? The who? Oh, boy. Nelk. N-E-L-K. Nelk Boys? No. Never heard of the Milk Boys. Do they <laughs> no, drink milk? Nelk. Nelk. Like N is in... I thought, you had, I thought everything was working good. Nelk. N is in Nancy. Yeah. E is in Elephantitis. Okay. L is in uh, Language. And K okay. is in uh, Corn. No, not Corn. Yeah, the music b- b- group Corn. Yeah. No, nelk. I've never heard I've never heard of the Nelk Boys. Uh, this, is this TikTok? Mm-hmm. Nelk Boys or YouTube, oh. quite possibly some of the largest YouTubers other than Mr. Beast. Um, they are just uh, outrageously rich. Uh, I, Nelk I Boys also don't know who Mr. Beast is. Is that a porn thing? Is that you, sex? I say, yeah. Hold on. Are you being serious right now? You don't know who Mr. Beast is? I don't. I don't YouTube. I, I, I have no. I have no. I don't YouTube. Mr. Beast was offered $1 billion for his channels, and he turned it down. 
because he has like 10 channels and every one of those 10 channels does enough volume of traffic of views that $1 billion is not enough to cover how much he's, he makes, how much his, all of his channels make. That's ridiculous. Mr. Beast isn't making over $1 billion on YouTube. No, he's got like a, a channel in every country on earth that all gets over a hundred million views a a week type numbers. What? The dude gives away money like it's growing on trees. He's purchased like a billion acres of land in whatever state he lives in. He spends over a million dollars just to make a video on YouTube. It's an it's outrageous. You've got to Google. You got to go to YouTube and look at Mr. Beast. He had his own burgers, Mr. Beast Burgers, a pop up. Uh, Burger Kitchen. Um, so if you door dashed, uh, you could door dash Mr. Beast Burgers. They're like our Mr. Beast in Lincoln was actually in a TGIF Fridays, right? Does that make Sounds sense? Very sexual. <laughs> um, he's got Mr. Beast chocolates. So just out of curiosity, you order a Mr. Beast burger and you pick it up at TGI Fridays. <laughs> Are you not just getting a TGI Friday burger? Well, you don't pick it up at TGI Fridays. These are only for, like, deliveries. So if you get on DoorDash and you can order a Mr. Beast burger, Mm -hmm. but the DoorDash driver is actually going to go to uh, TGI Fridays to pick it up. Now, also inside of TGI Fridays, there may Mm -hmm. be a wing joint where only thing you can order on DoorDash is our chicken wings. Those, two can be found at TGIF Friday. Um, There was one thing that I, when I was doing DoorDash, I picked a, a, like, Chinese bowl place where you just got like Chinese bowls that was done at TGI Friday. I think TGI Fridays does more pop-up kitchen stuff than they do their own TGI Friday menu stuff. What you're saying to me is basically, I mean, it's basically gibberish right now. I don't have a clue what the hell you're talking about. (laughs) I didn't, I didn't clarify things. It sounds to me like (laughs) TGI Fridays is fooling people into think there's a pop-up kitchen and they're not getting TGI Friday food. No, because it's no. The thing is, the people that are ordering the other foods don't realize it's being made in a TGI Fridays. So it's it called- is TGI Fridays. <laughs> oh God damn it! It's inside of the TGI Friday, but it's not. So let's just say, okay, William Hendricks, you make delicious hamburgers. Yeah. And you've got five different Hendrix burgers, the Hendrix uh-huh. Deluxe, the Double Hendrix Deluxe, the Hendrix sure. Without Cheese, the uh-huh. Chili Cheese Hendrix, okay. and the Vegan Hendrix. All right. But you don't have a restaurant. You don't have okay. a brick and mortar. You, and they, you're, they you're can't come to my house. No, because you don't do it out of your house. You okay. actually operate your kitchen uh-huh. out of the TGIF Friday's kitchen. Uh-huh. So... Maybe TGIF Fridays, like ours, is so shitty and doesn't do any business. And maybe they've got a large kitchen and they've got space where they can now only make Hendrix burger menu items specified the way Will Hendrix, uh, his recipe is set forth. You make the burger this way, you season it this way, you smash it this way, you put this cheese on it this way, you top it this way. And I've got William Hendrix packaging. So I've got the boxes that are made specifically for William Hendricks. 
Now, I go on DoorDash and I look up hamburgers and I see that there is a restaurant on DoorDash called Hendrix Burgers. I think I'm ordering my burgers from some brick and mortar place called Hendrix Burgers. But in actuality, that burger is being made in a TGIF Friday kitchen and getting delivered to my house, but it's packaged in the William Hendricks packaging. So TGI Fridays have gone out of business and they are now <laughs> leasing out their restaurants to brick and mortars. Oh, they are the brick and mortar. The Who? physical restaurant. TGIF Friday is the brick and mortar. Oh, wait, what's a what's a brick and mortar? It's a physical I, I just, building. I just, oh, that's all it is. I just yeah, so like if you go from a food truck yeah. And then you do so much good business in your food truck, and everybody's like, "How come you don't have a, a storefront, a location I can go to?" Mm. Well, we don't. We haven't found a good spot yet. And then next thing you know, seven months later, you've saved up money, you found a storefront spot. Now you open a brick and mortar, which is a actual physical building that does not move. And they're all at TGI Fridays. <laughs> and what are the t- what are the uh, so t- what are the TGI Friday um, workers doing while other people come into their place and just cook up food. They're so they making, just, they're making the Mr. They're making the William Hendricks burgers as making, well. So they're making the Mr. Hendricks food. And so therefore TJ Fridays is closed. No, I can still go they're in. And, uh, yeah. They're still open. But are, what are, are they serving <laughs> Mr. Hendricks food to their customers that come in? No, they're serving TGIF Fridays only to people that go into TGIF Fridays. Dude, I've never heard of this. It really feels like you're making a lot of it up, but you're so confident. It's called a pop-up kitchen. It's a pop-up kitchen. Okay. Where did... So, Mr. Beast, he's not in porn. He is not in porn. He's actually a pretty straight-laced, nerdy kind of guy. Straight edge? Is that what they're called? Straight edge? Uh, straight edge. You don't drink alcohol or do drugs. Yeah, he's it's, it's him and a bunch of his dorky-ass friends. But I think straight edge people do have sex. Okay, well, I, well, I would like to think maybe that... Maybe they're celibate. I don't know. I don't know. So you've got homework. You need to go figure out who the fuck Mr. Beast is. Yeah, why does he have ten different channels? Because he's a genius, that's why. And he's also a restaurateur tour. How much does he's actually Friday get out of the pop-up kitchen? He's, I don't know, but he's actually closing. He's actually stopping his Mr. Beast burgers. I saw this in a headline so yesterday. It, was it, or was the, it a failure? No, it was a huge success, but he's wanting to focus on other ventures. Like such as? I think it might have been his chocolate company. He wants to focus on his chocolate company. Well, now I guess I'll have to look it up now. Is now it that a you're... pop-up chocolate company? Welcome off the rails, where tonight's episode, last time we only talked about the uh, submersible. Submersible. Uh, and, but this one's going to be 100% about pop-up kitchens and Mr. Beast. By the way, a submersible, the difference between a submersible and a submarine is that a submersible needs help getting down and getting back up, much like your parents where a submarine can do both of those on its own, much like the kids. 
Oh, here we go. Yes. Yeah. That's awesome. Thank you for sharing that with us. Um, no then that was a good analogy. Mr. Beastburger closed due to quality issues with ghost kitchens. They're oh, not called pop-up kitchens. They're called ghost, ghost kitchens. kitchens. Amzy, you what? don't need to correct us. We've corrected it on our own. Now, does it make sense? A ghost kitchen? It doesn't really. It's not a brick. Bless so, you. What? Yeah. Bless you, girl. What we're saying is TGI Friday's kitchens are horrible and are pro- they're potentially going to be shut down. TGI Friday's. I don't know if all Mr. Beast burgers were inside of a TGIFs. I just know the one in oh Lincoln. So you're here. So this is the not nationwide. It's not a nation. TGI Friday's. This is not a nationwide thing with TGI Friday that's hooked up. Is it? This is through YouTube. <laughs> The ghost kitchen in Lincoln, Nebraska, that did Mr. Beast Burger, and they've got some wing joint, and they've got some Chinese-Asian bowl place. Those three ghost kitchens are located at TGIF Fridays. I know that there's ghost kitchens in other places. Uh, 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 what's the burger joint? Red Robin. They've got a ghost kitchen in there. Serves pizza and wings, I believe. Where? In Lincoln? In Lincoln. So all the Lincoln restaurants are just doing ghost kitchens. <laughs> well, they're doing their regular kitchens as well. This is through DoorDash. So I, if I went if I went to DoorDash and I just want a burger and it says TGI Friday on there, that's not the ghost kitchen. I gotta find some <laughs> random yeah. burger place, but I'm not gonna know that it's a ghost kitchen. Well, you'll, you'll figure it out because if you go on the DoorDap Ash and you look for food that you want, say it's chicken wings or burgers, and you don't recognize the name of this place, you've never okay. heard of it before, You it shows you the address of the company, the burger joint, on the DoorDash. So and it you says can go- Friday on there? <laughs> no, it just has a physical address, like 1234 Main Street. And then if you go Google it, you'll be like, oh, wait a minute, that's TGIF Fridays. Boom! Ghost Kitchen. Well, who's doing all that work just to figure out an address? <laughs> well, you talk, well, it's not difficult. It's right in front of you. But it's why? Just... Why? If I'm looking for a burger and I see oh, Murray's Kitchen, but I've never heard of Murray's, am I really going to go Google the address to see where Mary, Murray's Kitchen's located? Well, if you're just curious, if you're like, wait a minute, I've never heard of this Murray's Kitchen. I didn't, is this brand new? Let me see where this is located. It's just out of curiosity. If you look at the Murray's Kitchen on the DoorDash app and you go, damn, those are some good-looking-ass burgers. I want to try those. Then who gives a shit? It's getting delivered to you. You don't need to know where the address is. Do you think a lot of people are on DoorDash looking for ghost kitchens? Can you you search ghost kitchen? I don't think so. No, I don't think they're specifically looking for ghost kitchens. I think they're getting on DoorDash like, hmm, what am I going to have for dinner today? Oh, burgers sound good. Then you start scrolling through your burger options and you see something that's got a picture of this juicy, fat, good-ass fucking burger you've never seen before. And you look at the name of it and you're like, huh. I let me try this place. And then you place an order and that's it. You don't care where it's located. You just care that it's good and it gets to you in a timely fashion. Did we discuss if TGI Friday gets paid for this? How much are they getting? I don't know. That's a good question. It has to be assumed that ghost kitchens do get compensated. And if so, if, if I set up shop... At my TGI Friday. Am I the one doing the cooking or is my TGI Friday employees doing the cooking? 
I can't speak with 100% certainty, but I feel like it's probably just the have, t- Do I have to have my own staff, I guess is what I'm, I need to know. I don't know. That's a really good question. I don't know the answer to that. I've made an assumption that it's just the TGIF employees, but I could be I need, wrong. Uh, I'd need AMC to do a lot of homework. Because yeah, AMC, like you're going to be very busy. You you sound very knowledgeable on the topic, but there are a lot of <laughs> unknowns. There are a few I, I, unknowns. I, I, just, I don't know why if if you're TGI management um, and you have to deal with your own shit throughout the entire day, why all of a sudden you want to become a ghost kitchen as well and deal with other shit. That just kind of blows my mind. And there has to be a really good cut to it, which makes me wonder, like, what does the person who's bringing in the ghost kitchen get out of the whole thing? Because they're having to split the revenue and the profit with the TGI Friday, all because they have a kitchen. I'm just I think that's pretty good. Even if my profit was 50%, I'm still making out hand over fist. I have no expenses, only then to pay them. I don't have, I'm not paying the staff. I'm not paying rent. I'm not paying for electricity. I'm not paying for gas. I'm not paying for. Friday's paying for all that. (laughs) It's in the building. (laughs) This is how Mr. Beast got famous. Ghost kitchens. Mr. Beast got famous from YouTube. And then Uh after he became a billionaire on YouTube, he branched out and he's got, he had Mr. Mr. Beast Burger. And now he's got his snack brand called Feastables. I'm I'm sorry. <laughs> his snack brand that he is focusing on is called Chocolate. Feastables. <laughs> That's so the YouTube is the YouTube videos like tutorials on how to make the chocolates. No, um, one of his one of his famous uh, candy bars is called. D's nuts. It is a chocolate bar with nuts, and it's called D's nuts. He also has Carl gummies in collaboration with somebody named Carl Jacobs. Now, are we talking about is this this is weed? Are we talking about weed right here? Carl gummies. I have no idea. I don't... Mr. Beast is into the weed, right? No, I told he you, he's straight he edge. Straight edge, Douglas. I'm looking up Mr. Beast right now on the internet. Uh, this says his net worth, and of course, you never believe the internet. But this says his net worth is 110 million dollars. Well, sure, that might be true, but his. How but would, he how also going to turn down a billion dollars? Who would because... in the right mind turn down a billion dollars? <laughs> there is a video out there that breaks it down. If you go on. If you Google YouTube, uh, Mr. Beast turned down a billion dollars. There's a short video where a dude breaks it down and says, okay, he's got 10 channels. Each one of his channels uh, has X amount of views per channel. Each view equals to X amount of dollars. You do the math, a billion dollars is an undervalue of his brand. Now, he also spends a shit ton of money. He reuses, he invests his own money back into his product. Now, obviously, he's making money from the milk chocolate and the D's nuts. um, But he gets the majority of his money from his YouTube channels. But he also spends millions of dollars to make a five-minute video. 
So he's just reinvesting his money. But he's worth a shit ton of money. Yes, the dude's got a value of $100 million based on the internet. I'm sure it's more than that. Uh, you just listen. I don't know what to tell you. We're going to need a guest to come in who might be a Mr. Beast expert. I am not. Uh, I, wait a minute. Are you trying to tell me you've done 20 minutes on Mr. Beast and you are not even a Mr. Beast expert? I've only done 20 minutes on Mr. Beast because you keep asking me questions about Mr. Beast. Oh, boy. By the way, this happy dad that started this whole fucking conversation <laughs> is tasty. I recommend you, if you have happy dad in your neck of the woods, it is not available in every state. I had to get mine brought in from Arizona. They are delicious. They are 5%. They are gluten-free. They're made with electrolytes so that you can drink a bunch of them and not get dehydrated and not have a hangover. At least I assume that's what the theory behind the electrolytes is. I've had the pineapple. It was pretty good. I'm having the watermelon right now, and it's better than the pineapple. Let's move on. Mr. Beast is 25 years old. Look at him. He just looks straight edge. He doesn't look 25. I know that for sure. So he believes his channels are worth $10 billion. Okay, there you go. And based on the the dude that knows the analytics and knows the price points, agrees that a billion dollars was an under-evaluation of a payment that, that to, for his channels. Do you have any other questions about Mr. Beast before we move on to something else? My oh, look Lord. at this one. We got we got two we got two episodes in one. Mr. Beast says he was invited to join the submersible trip to the Titanic wreckage. I've already watched that one. So we we believe he's not lying about that. He seems like a straight up dude who wouldn't lie for attention. Correct. No, he doesn't need to. He's one of the most popular, if not the most oh, yeah, popular. That's right. Just because I don't know Mr. Beast doesn't mean he's not hugely popular. His, Correct. He's invited yeah. to do all kinds of shit. Everybody wants to collab with Mr. Beast. Everybody wants to do something with Mr. Beast. Because if you do something with Mr. Beast, you're guaranteed X amount of views for doing a collab with Mr. Beast. Has Mr. Beast been on Ellen? I would almost guarantee it. Probably multiple times. You know, Ellen loves her some YouTubes. That's what I'm talking about. But I, I mean, I, I've never seen a Mr. Beast channel YouTube video. I've, I could not pick him out of a line of two people. Can you now? You've obviously seen the picture. Now you can. Um, I cannot picture him in my head right now. He has a goatee. <sighs> well, I don't know what to tell you because you're busy looking at rock and roll stuff on the internet. And it's you're not staying up with some stuff. pop culture. Yeah, I got to get up on my Mr. Beast. <laughs> yeah, Nelk I Boys. Do. Who? Nelk Boys have one of the most popular podcasts out there. They've interviewed Trump like two times. Trump loves them. They love Trump. They're homeboys like, with Dana 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 White. Oh, so they're like far right extremists. Is that they're, what you're trying to no, they're, they're Canadians. <laughs> no, okay. if they're not. They're not. They're from okay. Canada. They're they're not even citizens of the great United States, mm. but they they want they think Trump was the shit. They're young. Okay. They're under twenty. They're under thirty. They're probably twenty five as well. What's they the difference st- between the Nelk Boys and the Island Boys? The Nelk. Well, first of all, the Nelk Boys started off as pranksters. 
Okay. So they started off as a prank channel, and they still do prank channels, and they have one of the most popular podcasts on the planet. The Island Boys got famous from one little fucking snippet of a song on TikTok that we all know and love uh, called what? Island Boy. I'm an island boy. Um, and then that was it. They made a grip of money from that, and they've already probably spent it all. They are currently now making out with each other on TikTok, trying to add, I've, I've seen trying that. to advertise oh, their means... OnlyFans page. But they're so they're not brothers. They're twins. They're twins. They're hundred percent. How do you how do you promote your page by incest? <sighs> They go on TikTok. They go live on TikTok all of the time. I think that's prime. That's probably their primary channel uh-huh. uh, and avenue. Apparently, they've got an OnlyFans page. I saw something about the kiss. That if you've seen it, it's really disturbing, in my opinion. And yeah, it's two twins making out with each other it's passionately. Nothing. It was passionate. No, that's oh, that's awful. And they say it's not their first time and it won't be their last time. Well, they, they say that they, it's not sexual. We're brothers. It's... There's nothing sexual about it. And they claim that their OnlyFans has gone up. Their amount of OnlyFans subscribers has gone up after this makeout session. Yeah, it's because there's a lot of freaks out there, man. <laughs> yes. Jesus. What are we talking about? Let's go. I no don't know. Points. You keep bringing this stuff up. All right. We're at. 25 minute mark. What do we got next? Well, by the way, what was your drink? <laughs> I think that's where this all. How was the drink? Did you take a drink of it during this time? I just drank half of the kid. I just gave you a rundown. I thought. I thought we were about the Nelk Boys. The Nelk called Hero Dad. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, I'm a fucking happy dad. The beverage happy. is called Happy Dad Seltzer made with electrolytes. It's 5%. And it's delicious. I like it. I recommend it. Go get one, and it's gluten free. Oh yeah, you did say that, um, man. Five percent though, we don't like those. It's all right. It's worth we've, it. It's good. We've moved My away. God. <clears throat> do we need to start all over? No, it's all. It's too. I don't even know how to. How do we even transition into a topic? Last time we were on the podcast a month ago. We spent an hour and a half, an hour talking about the submersible that imploded. We -hmm. had a bunch of great topics to talk about. We Mm -hmm. actually, I actually brought up that evening. Do you want to do another podcast later? That do it again that night. Yeah, but I lost steam. We had to do it that night, and when we didn't, yeah. I completely lost it. I went out of town. I had a birthday since we were last on the podcast. Thank you. Um, I just, a lot has been going. You've been going to concerts and been busy. I believe you're going to a concert again this weekend. So we had to get it done tonight because you and the missus are traveling. Yeah, no no concert though. Just going to Kansas City. Oh, okay. I just, to be honest with you, assumed there was a concert involved. It makes perfect sense. Yeah. So anyways, so we had a bunch of stuff to talk about. I'm going to run through some topics I've got written down and you tell me which one you want to hear. All right, go ahead. Australian nightclub bans staring without, quote, consent of the other person. Hmm. Eight people robbed in North Lincoln. That's an interesting story. A man checked into a five-star hotel in India for one night. The hotel says he stayed for 603 days 
<laughs> and didn't pay his $70,000 bill. It was only $70,000 for 603 days. What kind of five stars my ass? What's what's the math on that? What's the math on that? That's that's like a hundred. What's hold on? Give me give me those numbers again. Yep, we got uh, seventy thousand divided by six hundred and three. Seventy thousand divided by six hundred and three. That's a hundred and sixteen dollars a night. That's chump change. That's nothing. Five star. Yeah, call it bullshit on that. Let's go. Why are India? India. Oh, that's rough. That's a rough one. Here's a good one for you that you guys should probably cover on No Judgments Here, a podcast Mm -hmm. that you do with our friend Mike Schilke. Uh, It's a podcast about music, music news, music reviews, music tours, and all things music. Um, Have you guys ever covered, and I already know the answer to this, why are people constantly asking Garth Brooks where he's hiding people? Oh, that's a great topic. I know the answer. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah, let's jump into that. Tell me about it. I just learned about this, and I haven't really done any reading on it, but my understanding is this, and I'll let you uh, explain. Mm-hmm. Garth Brooks tours not, uh, you know, like every, not like, not a lot like uh, a lot of these acts, but, mm-hmm. you know, he'll do, what, five, ten shows a year, maybe, and every one of those tour stops sells out within seconds, mm-hmm. and apparently every tour stop Garth goes to a shit ton of young people, young women, and maybe boys, uh, young men, come up missing the night of his shows. And there's apparently some sort of correlation, is what they're saying, between Garth Brooks and these missing children. Whoa. Uh, you just blew my mind. I had no idea. I don't have any idea about that. What is that? I've never, I've never heard that story. <laughs> That's ridiculous. There's, there's no way. Garth Brooks is sending his people I, out to I get youngsters. Uh oh. So here, all right. Uh-oh. I got my my producer told me I was being too. Loud I there. know she's. Uh, so um, the, the what? The, here's what I thought. All right. So there was much like Hannibal Burris is the one that brought out the Bill Cosby stuff, right? So. It was. It's been a few years now, but some comedians started theorizing that Garth Brooks is way too polite, and so they started theorizing that there's all this bad stuff in reality, and that Garth Brooks re- leads a very dark and twisted life. That's where I thought we were going, but I knew nothing about this. You're you're gonna have to look more into that and give us more details. They're saying he's a murderer. But I mean, but I've never heard that. How many missing people are we talking about? Um, if you've ever taken a look at Garth Brooks' social media accounts, odds are that you've noticed a particularly odd constant in his comment section. People are asking him where the bodies are. Naturally, most know the country superstar for his track friends in low places, but it's the rumor has any footing, Garth may have some friends in even lower places than we all anticipated. This is all coming from distactrify.com. So why is there a legitimate conspiracy surrounding if Garth is a murderer I'm, I'm or not? Sorry. What website did you just see? This is a reputable. This is. Can you just? Can you? You kind of did that. At, you just did that at like as a throwaway comment. It was obvious. So like you, you said that source like it was CNN or Timiza. 
What did you say again? Fucking Tamisa. TMZ. Fucking idiot. Tamisa. TMZ, the number one source for all fucking news. Don't get it twisted. Uh, I'm pretty sure um, uh, Tracy Morgan calls TMZ Tamisa. Oh, okay. Yeah. Distractify. Distractify. Distract. Okay. Distract. Distractify. Okay. Go ahead. Um, so why is there a legitimate conspiracy surrounding if Garth is a murderer or not? How did the otherwise beloved musician get caught up in such a wild rumor? Keep reading for all the known details. You won't believe how Garth Brooks' murderer conspiracy began. It goes without saying that people comment odd things under celebrity social media posts all the time. However, the fact that hundreds, if not thousands of users have echoed the same sentiment under Garth's post for years is a bit concerning. Do they know something we don't? Well, maybe, but it's not what you think. The whole situation seems to have begun when Garth announced in 2018, he announced his 2018 stadium tour, which he did through a video that may that many mocked at the time. Then mm -hmm. Studios, a popular comedy channel, hosted Tom Segura, Christina P., and Fahim Anwar post, posted Segura. a video where they implicitly alleged that Garth is a murderer with hundreds of bodies hidden on his property. Yes, that's how I found out, because I was watching a reel that had Tom Segura, and he mm -hmm. was like, Garth legitimately hates me. Somebody brought me up in a Garth interview, and he fucking got mad and shut it down or some shit. And that's when I found out about this. Garth is a murderer with hundreds of bodies hidden on his property. Although the video is purely comedic, YMH Studio fans ran with the claim that he has only snowballed from then on. Garth's comment section is always filled with people asking him where are the bodies. Um, da 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 da. So mm -hmm. that's it. We're gonna leave it at that. I think it's true. Well, wait a minute, though. Wait a minute. <laughs> this is called declassify.com. Distract. Distractify. Distractify. There, so there's <laughs> – see, an important part is that at the, at the beginning of this, you told me that at every Garth Brooks concert, people go missing. But that's not correct. Yeah, right? I read that somewhere else. I need to go <laughs> – Distractify is not the place to go, I guess. So th this all comes from Tom Segura <laughs> and his wife in the podcast. And then Tom Segura fans have taken it to another level, and they always post whenever – Garth Brooks makes a post where the body's being hidden. That's basically what it's all. So, I mean, we're both, I think we're both incorrect here because I thought the theory was that Garth Brooks was so nice and so kind and so humble in person that they just kind of felt like this is basically a Bill Cosby part two. But it, that doesn't appear to be the case. No. Either. I read a different article that basically said there are factual statements that show at these tour stops when he was in. Phoenix, Arizona, on this date, on this night and this date, X amount of young people went missing that evening. The next night, he was in Las Vegas, Nevada. Oh. X amount of young people went missing. The next night, he was in so-and-so, which we know Garth doesn't do next nights because his show's too big, and he doesn't uh -huh. do back-to-back -back nights in different locations. But sure. you get my point, that yeah. when he goes to the next city, there is something out there that says this many people of this age came up missing that evening when Garth was in town. Garth, where are the bodies at? Okay. Uh, I think this was a perfect topic for Off the Rails because me and you had two completely uh, different <laughs> <laughs> you stories could, about that. You could not be any more correct on that whatsoever. Yeah. That was good stuff. What else okay. we got here? Um, here's a great story. Let's do this one. 
Woman robbed at gunpoint before the thief then demanded he f- she friend him on Facebook. <laughs> Do you know about that one? I, I recall hearing this story, yes. Um, this one's on usatoday.com, a little bit more reputable, according bit, to yeah, you. A little bit more. A, little bit a more. woman in Indiana, this happened June 26th, recently. A woman in Indiana who police said was robbed at gunpoint outside of her home said she was later asked out by oust on oust. <sighs> what? Let me, just, let me just take another drink of my happy dad. Apparently, that's what I need. Yeah, that five percent's getting you. Dang! Told you these things were good. Yeah. A woman in Indiana who police said was robbed at gunpoint outside her home said she was later asked out on a date by her attacker. Police said the armed robbery suspect also told the woman he would pay her back. Uh, according to the Indianapolis Metropolitan Police Department, the victim was getting mail outside of her home during the early morning hours of May 8th when she saw a stranger, later identified as Damian Boyce, 31, walking to her home. Probable cause affidavit obtained by USA Today shows Boyce of Indianapolis then asked the woman if she lived in the home. When the victim responded yes and asked the man if he needed help, she said he pulled out a gun. Boyce then told the victim he was going to break into her home, court paper said. She told him she had nothing inside but that she had money in her car. The victim then gave Boyce about $100 in cash. Boyce then asked the victim if she had a boyfriend and asked her to connect with him on social media. While pointing the fire, quote, while pointing the firearm at the victim, the male asked her to add him as a friend on Facebook so he could pay the victim back for the money he stole. The male then gave the victim the name of Damien Boyce. Boyce posted to his Facebook profile, asked the victim the victim to add him as a friend, and she complied. I thought if maybe I add him on Facebook, he would leave, and he did. Boyce then fled the scene on a bicycle. Police flayed. Oh, uh, is that the end of the article? According to court report papers, Boyce accepted the friend request, invited, and sent messages to the woman. Quote, you was too pretty to rob, she told uh, WRTV one red message read. She also told the outlet she responded, I believe you, man. I can tell you are sweet. Times just get tough. I know that. After that, she said he sent her another message asking her to, hey, come chill. The victim, police said, did, didn't immediately call police about the robbery, but after speaking with her boyfriend, decided to report the incident. Court records show the victim identified Boyce as her assailant in a photo lineup. Police arrested him that week. Boyce faced his charges, including one count of armed robbery. Online court records show he remained incarcerated on $75,000 cash bond. That's it. So dude robbed her and was like, you too pretty to rob. Hook me this side. Let me get on, you know, let's chill. Friend me on Facebook. I'll pay you back, boo. Let's hang out. That's she fucking. Had to be, she had to be convinced by her boyfriend to actually call the police. I maybe she was scared that if he got out, he obviously would know it was her. Maybe he'd come do something to her. She thought maybe if I friend him on Facebook, he'll leave me alone. Obviously, he didn't leave her alone. I, I think his lines worked. I think she got a little smitten. Oh, you think she got smitten by boys? Yeah, yeah. She was this like is a lot like uh, this is a lot like uh, the town Douglas. Uh, where Ben Affleck robbed a, a bank, and he ended up uh, dating the one of the bankers that they stole the money from. 
I've never seen that. Oh man, you should watch that. It's a great movie. Great movie. But that that's what the story reminds me of, except Ben Affleck was a lot classier than needing a hundred dollars and riding a bike. It just seems like this dude probably when he saw that she was pretty, probably should have pivoted away from the robbery and maybe just asked her out. Right? Like originally I came up here to rob you, but you too mm-hmm. fine. Yeah. Let's I chill. I think that would have been the line. I think that would have been a good go to line right there. Yeah. Yeah, like, you're, I think you're right. But I, I still think it worked. I, I still think he got her smitten. <laughs> if I'm the boyfriend, and, this may be a red flag. <laughs> Maybe. I don't yeah. know the girl. just seems like it's a red flag. I mean, I, I agree. I can't argue with what you're saying. Um, I feel like you, you're spot on with that. Um, it's just I thought it was an outrageous story. I enjoyed it's it. Definitely an outrageous story. I unfortunately have nothing to add to it. Um, no, that's fine. Here's an interesting it. little story. Local story: Eight people robbed in North Lincoln. Um, this is, oh, maybe it is, maybe it's not. It's a very short story. Let's see what it says here. Uh, Lincoln police are investigating a robbery July seventeenth that happened. According to LPD, officers were called to a house at ten fifteen. Um. LPD said eight people ages 30 to 44 were in a garage attached to the house when they were approached by a man with a black handgun who demanded money. Here's my favorite part. Police said one of the victims turned over his wallet valued at $19. The suspect was described as a black male, 20 to 30, 5'9 to 6 foot tall, wearing a white jacket, black pants, and a black mask. The suspect was last seen running eastbound from the area. This dude Wait, is that, is that all he got away with? That's it. He got that's a nineteen dollar wallet. I have to assume it's just because why wouldn't it say more than that if there was more value? Did he but, take so the the dude took his ID and credit cards and cash out of the wallet and just handed him just a wallet that's worth nineteen dollars? We know according to ten eleven now in Lincoln, Nebraska. Police said one victim turned over his wallet valued at $19. What did the other seven victims do? It says eight people were robbed. That's my point. I have to assume that there wasn't anything else. Why wouldn't there be more in the article indicating what happened to the other seven individuals? Why wouldn't it say that he took a combined value of X amount of dollars from the garage? They only list one individual turning over his wallet valued at $19. So it was just eight broke-ass motherfuckers hanging out in his garage with no goddamn name, no wallets, no money, no nothing, and no change no in the pockets. Nobody drove there. What? They all ride their bike. Even if you rode your bike, the bikes were worth, were worth more than $19. Maybe they had to have had an ice chest with some drinks in it he could have taken. I mean, yeah, there had not- to have been something. Y'all ain't got no money. What are you sipping on? Let me get that fucking ice chest then. I came in with a gun. I'm leaving with more than $19 if that means I'm taking tools out of the garage. I, I mean, I got to figure something out. I can't be happy with just a $19 situation when I just jacked had, fucking people. Yeah, they had one of those styrofoam coolers, Doug. <laughs> He's probably tried to pick it up, but the damn thing broke on him, huh? Yeah, exactly. This piece of styrofoam broke off in his hand. He's like, fuck it. God damn it. <laughs> yeah. God. In your wallet. Eight people and all he got was 19. Valued at 19. We don't even know what that means. He got $19 of cash. It could have been well, three. We know he didn't. It's a $19 wallet. That's all it is. 
Oh. The, it's not in the value of so the value he bought that wallet for nineteen dollars, but he bought it like in two thousand two. There's no way the value of the wallet is still nineteen dollars in twenty twenty three. No, uh-uh. uh-uh. And that, like that's wild, horrible. man. These fucking these criminals out here are doing some dumb shit. It's outrageous the type of stuff that they're out here doing. Um, what was there was a story that happened today? Let me get my phone. Amzy and I were talking about it that I thought was uh, silly. Let me go to current 1011. 1011 now. Another Lincoln story? Another criminal Lincoln story that I was like, what? Why did he do that? Two Lincoln businesses worked together. Uh, oh, it was a goddamn 26-year-old man was arrested for sexual assault after pretending to be a student. This fucking creeper dude like in high school? Yep, yep. 26-year-old no, guy. He, he. So we've got a new high school that was just built last year. I think this maybe had been the first year of it. 26-year-old Lincoln, Lincoln Northeast. Man, Lincoln North, North something, yeah. Uh, 26-year-old Lincoln man was arrested for sex crimes after pretending to be a high school student. They arrested this guy at Walt Library Thursday afternoon after a several-week investigation started on May 31st. Um, he's facing three felony charges. Police said the crimes did not occur on school grounds. Uh, Northwest. He enrolled for high school at Northwest in October 2022 under the alias of Zach Hess. Jackson said he is 5'4", 120 pounds, and appears to have bleached in with... Uh, bleached? Bleached? Appears to have blended in with other students. It wasn't until that tip that the district police started investigating. Police said, oh, so-and-so attended 54 days of school. Wow. He went to Northwest for the fall semester and transferred to Southeast for the spring semester. Jackson yeah. said while he wasn't a frequent attendee, Shike did go to classes and had multiple interactions with students. Police since learned Shike actually graduated from Southeast in 2015. He went to the first school, Northwest, for the fall semester and then transferred to his alma mater <laughs> for, the, for the spring semester. I have to thank that there are still teachers and staff and faculty that are yeah. at Southeast from 2015. You would think so. He's a small four, 120 pounds. Four, 120 dudes. He obviously looks the same as he did when he was in high school. And you guys don't recognize him? A 26-year-old dude that graduated in 2015? And what kind of a fucking idiot goes back to the school that he graduated from? I mean, the crime is one thing, but then to go back to the school you graduated from? That's like In his mind, did he think there's no way they're going to catch me? You have to think they think they're going to get caught. Maybe they just don't give a fuck and want to go to jail. The, with the actions of these these criminals these days, I've said it a thousand times with the with the CCTV, with the cameras on every corner. What about that dumb chick that claimed that she got kidnapped in uh, some other in Atlanta on the side of the yeah. road? She claimed there was a one, two, three, four year old in their drawers and their diaper. On the mm-hmm. side of the fucking highway. However, there's a CCTV camera on the fucking interstate highway that watches mm-hmm. her drive down the shoulder with her hazards on very slowly for like half of a fucking mile. And what were, why were you driving on the shoulder for so long? You saw the four-year-old a mile ahead of you 
and you got off on the dark pitch black fucking road to go get it. And then you Googled fucking take. What was the movie that she Googled? And she, she Googled, Googled a whole bunch of stuff that is really obvious. The day like of Amber, the Amber day Alert stuff. Does it cost money to put out an Amber Alert? Mm-hmm. Is one of the things that she Googled. She fucking Googled that movie with fucking Ben Affleck, your boy you were just talking about, not the movie, but the actor. Fucking. And everything you do is track monitored. That goddamn serial killer in New Jersey and New York or whatever. Sure, he used burner phones to fucking get all of his victims, but even they were able to track that. There's nothing they can't fucking track these days. Being uh, doing anything criminal activity, you have to know they can see you, they can find you, they got you. You gotta know you're gonna get caught. How do people go in to criminal activity thinking I'm gonna get away with this scot free? And to be on to me. <laughs> Man, you went off on the Atlanta thing, and I was I was thinking the whole time I was like, I wonder what that kid didn't like about Lincoln Northwest. It's a brand new school. <laughs> Like, surely you had a decent fall semester. He went back to be a sexual predator. He went back to go sleep with girls and and hook up with kids that he's obviously not getting. That's the thing. So it started out as a sexual assault. So who did it? Did he rape somebody or did he have a relationship with a minor? Police said he attended 54 days of school. He went to Northeast in the fall, went to Southeast in the spring. Um, he wasn't a frequent attendee. He actually graduated. He didn't represent himself as a graduate of Lincoln Public Schools. He represented himself as a 17-year-old seeking education. Mm-hmm. LPS district said they do require birth certificates. Da 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 da. The legally required to take any students who claim to be under 21. Mm-hmm. Um, some parents don't vaccinate homeschool in specific cases. Believe false documents. I don't foresee change. What do we? What do they do? We're still information and believes there's more to come. Police said anyone. <laughs> I mean, that's the other thing. Did he just, he just, it says he was a school by himself. Like they didn't need parents to come and bring him to school. He just went to a school and said, I need to enroll in. They asked him about his parents and he said, what, what did he say about his parents? Oh, I have to assume he, you can do all of that over the phone. Can't you? Do I actually have to go to a school physically to enroll my child in school? Well, I would hope so. I figured you you're going to find out sooner than later. I feel like uh, nowadays you can do everything online. Just do it and on the internet. And phone call. Wow. It, well, I didn't read anything other than it just says Lincoln Man arrested for sexual assault after pretending to be student. So it, it goes into the whole thing about how he pretended to be a student, but there's nothing further about the sexual assault. Other than the very first paragraph... 26-year-old Lincoln man who was arrested for sex crimes after pretending to be a high school student. Arrested for sex crimes, but there's no, there's nothing about the sex. Because, again, we, we got to look at the fact that dude is 5'4", 120. He's facing three like, felony charges, two counts of sexual assault using a, an electronic device, and one count of sex trafficking a minor. Police said the alleged crimes did not occur on school grounds. And then we talk about using electronic. So that means he's cell sent phone, computer. Yeah, he sent nude photos of himself, I guess. Does that count as sexual assault? <laughs> I have no idea. I guess it does. I think on a, when, when they're a minor, I think it does. They're, so he probably sent unsolicited dick pics to minors is what I'm going to go for. I'll accept that. 
Yeah, we'll accept it. All right. 5'4", 120. 27 years old. That is yeah, and wild. there's a picture of him. He's a little fella. His picture's blasted on the blasted on the internet, on the 1011 now. I wonder what he's been doing since high school. Like, what has been, what, what's he been doing the last eight years, we think, that he decided, oh, yeah. I need to get back to high school. Why haven't we, why haven't I looked him up on Facebook? Kind of uh, Zachary. He's probably I, not on Facebook anymore at this point. It's too late now. We missed him. Missed our window of opportunity. Not if he's been in jail this time and, and he hasn't had an opportunity to do anything with his profile. But nowadays yeah. they've got Facebook the same access. Yeah, well, they've got the same access of for fake book and cell phones and everything else in the in jail. The prisons. Zachary S C H E I C H. You write that down? Zachary Zach S-C-H-I-C-H. S-C-H-E-I-C-H. E-I-C-H. Let's see if we got anything for Zachary. Zachary, manager of Great Lakes. Nope, that's in Michigan. It's not him. him. All right, maybe we don't have anything of him. We probably don't. Did you write are you did you look it up? Did I spell that correctly? S-C-H-E-I-C-H. Yeah, Zachary. Anyway, who knows what he's been doing? Whatever he's been doing, he's it hasn't uh, it hasn't fulfilled out. his. Uh, yeah, it didn't work out. It didn't. It's not working out for him that he decided <laughs> to go back. Out. I love how it yeah. says he wasn't a frequent attendee. Yeah, Why like, was he still about to go? Is, yeah, his absence is not concerning. He wasn't a frequent attendee, but he did go to classes and had multiple interactions with students. They just let kids come in willy nilly. They don't take a role. Isn't that a, wasn't that a thing? Attendance. Yeah, tenants. I mean, if you miss the amount of days, the school calls your parents up. Hey, I feel like I was just like five days. Can you explain what's going on? They send the police to the house. Hey, your kids missed 10 days. What's happening? Apparently, they didn't do that. It seems like the, the school administrators got some explaining to do on that one. Somebody got some explaining to do, that's for sure. For sure. Absolutely. Um... What else? Did you have anything you wanted to cover? I don't feel like it's we. Really, it's been like it's been like two months now. I know there was a UFO in Las Vegas. Nah, who cares? Uh, with the family, man. Damn it. I, but there's there's still I see something on the news every day about UFOs. Las Vegas is a hot spot for UFOs. Apparently, that's a great place to go. It's lit up. Uh, I think I mentioned this the other time. I, I flew into <laughs> Las Vegas from L.A. In, in the darkness, and it was complete darkness, complete darkness. I mean, just pitch black, midnight, and then all of a sudden, Vegas. Boom. I can see how UFOs could just be riveted by that in the sky. Well, yeah, and it's proximity to Area 51. Yeah. Um, and there's then there's uh, there's another secret Air Force base. There's like two or three Air Force bases in the vicinity, including Air Force uh, Air, Air Air Area 51. Yeah, so, I find it weird that UFOs would go to places near Air Force bases. So that's kind of weird, though, right? Like, what a quinky dink on that end. <laughs> well, maybe they're going because they're trying to get some. They're on information seeking missions. That's you know the Do only they know where the, our Air Force bases are at. The Air Force bases are the are providing yeah. something similar. Are we? Is she not happy with something? Your producer is okay. No, she's all right. She's all right. Think about so it. Maybe, maybe they, maybe it is that they spot UFOs, and then when we spot UFOs, we put up an Air Force base there. 
I guess that that could be one theory. Or maybe it's that there is a lot of activity on an Air Force base involving planes mm-hmm. coming in and out, and their yeah. curiosity of the constant uh, planes that have spotted them that are faster and more agile than your average uh, 767, 737 passenger jet. Um, yeah. We've got something that's got the maneuverability of, of, you know, not similar to a UFO, but... <laughs> So you think aliens are really into like airplanes? I think they probably like airplanes yeah, just and really ships. In... Airplanes and uh, ships. Pearl and I, you get Pearl and I outside, man. We are looking at airplanes, man. I We're finally like the flight radar thanks to Amzy. Yeah. That's yeah. something else. That's kind of a good time, huh? Flight radar is great. Oh, You've man. been using that for a month of Sundays, haven't you? Month of Sundays. Let me tell you, boy that that app that's an app that has never gone off my phone. I freaking love it. And I tell you, I'll go out in the backyard a lot. And for some reason, there's, uh, you know, Eric and I have gone to the Hard Rock Hotel in that uh, Mexico town that I can't think of the name of it now. Um, anyway, no, no, not Cancun. Puerta Vallarta. Puerta, Puerta Vallarta. That may be the worst pronunciation of Puerta You don't think that's good? First of all, you got too many R's in the Puerto. Too many R's. Puerto, not Puerto. 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 Yeah, I can't say it. But anyway, what I'm trying to say here is a lot of times I'm going to track a plane and guess where it's coming from? Uh, Los Angeles. No, it's coming from Puerto Vallarta. <laughs> oh, outside in your backyard? Yeah, yeah. It's They're either going to Chicago or Toronto. Now, why does Toronto have a Chicago accent? <laughs> Why did you just say well, that was, I don't I don't even that was I don't even know what the I don't even know what the Chicago accent is. Chicago. I don't I don't know Chicago, but that's not an accent. But I mean they're both in the Midwest. <laughs> I mean, obviously Toronto's farther north, but I mean I would consider Canada kind of a midwestern type of state if they had one. I'll give it to you. Yeah. Further north. All right, let's go. We're done. We're it's over. We We're an hour deep. We're fifty-seven we minutes. I, who knows? I hope that it's the volume's not too loud. I feel like I've been too loud per usual. Hopefully the echo's not there. Um, I enjoyed tonight's episode. Hopefully you did too. Sorry that it's been. Uh, we had our summer break. Hopefully yeah. that's over and we'll be. You know, I'm not even going to say anything because it doesn't matter. We never hold to it anyway. So thanks for listening, <laughs> William. Do you have anything you want to add before we go? I just want to wish you a happy belated birthday. Did you do anything exciting for you? We didn't even talk about your birthday. Oh, it was, did, it was terrible. It was okay. terrible. It good, may have good, been good, my good. worst birthday ever. William, I only got one birthday card, and it came from my fucking insurance agent that I uh, pay $9 a month for renter's insurance to, thanks to Mike Schilke, back in the oh, day when that? he was an insurance salesman. She's fantastic. She sends me a card for all types of occasions. Um uh so my birthday who, who sends birthday cards what are you talking about you only received one i don't recall the last time i've ever received a birthday card what <laughs> have you sent me a birthday card ever in december I don't, I don't. anything no and i don't expect it from i listen family uh i've got a couple friends that typically always send cards what? nothing yeah what? Cards. Dude, no friend no friend is ever sent me a birthday card ever in the history of my life 
All right, fair, fine, whatever. I'm not. I'll stop crying about not getting any birthday but, cards. But Doug, I do get birthday cards from my State Farm insurance person. Yo, I think mine's State Farm as well. She's great. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if mine's great or not. I don't think I've ever talked to the person, but they do send me birthday cards. No, I've never talked to him whatsoever. I got my renter's insurance through Mike whenever he sold insurance back in the day, and then when he stopped doing insurance, obviously he worked for her company. She's still my insurance agent. And again, it's just my renter's insurance. I'm only paying like nine bucks a month. And she only gets like probably 50 cents commission off of that every month. <laughs> but hey, she still sends me a card. Um, so Sunday was my birthday, July 16th. I did. I went out and had a uh, tied one on pretty good Friday night. My boy nice. Adam came to town from Iowa to celebrate uh, my birthday and to do other things. Friday night, we went to the bar, had a great night. Um, and went well into the evening hanging out. So Friday was a good night. Saturday, I recuperated from Friday, had a little bit of a hang around. Um, and then I just took it easy, did some laundry and then rested for my long drive to Kansas city. So on Sunday, um, I got up and met my dad in Kansas city for lunch. Mm -hmm. Uh, we do that. This will be the third time. Kansas city is the halfway point for him. He, he is in Joplin, Missouri. So three hours to Kansas city. Three hours from me. What's is that Pearl snapping? That's pretty cool. No, that's me. I'm trying to get her attention. She's completely ignoring me. Go ahead. Can I ask why you're trying to get her attention? I was letting her know that her mom is now home, so but she doesn't care. She's <laughs> and uh, you do that by snapping at your child like an animal? Well, I didn't want to say Pearl while you're telling me the story of your Kansas City trip. I didn't and you didn't, speak think, up. you didn't think the loud snapping was just as distractorous <laughs> as fucking saying, hey, Pearl? I mean, it's pretty much the I same thing. I should have I hit the mute button. You know, I, I should have hit the mute button. <laughs> <laughs> so I made plans to go meet my, my dad in Kansas City. He had my happy dad um, that he got me in Arizona several months back. Um, I just haven't gone to Joplin to get it, which wasn't going to happen. And he wasn't driving here to deliver it. Um, so we decided let's meet in Kansas City for my birthday and drop off the booze to me. He brought his uh, wife and I met my stepsister for the first time. Um, How old your stepsister? In her 40s. She okay. lives in Florida. And uh, my dad thought uh, she actually flew in to visit her mom the night, the day before on the 15th. And my dad said, well, we're going to Kansas City to have lunch with Douglas. Um, you should probably come with us. Meet your stepbrother for the first time. And uh, it's good to do that before any funerals. Because otherwise, I probably would never see her again until somebody died. Yeah. So it'd be awkward to meet your step-siblings for the first time at somebody's funeral. So uh, I drove up to Kansas City, left at 9.30 in the morning. We were going to have some barbecue. Uh, we'd try a different barbecue restaurant each time. This is our third time going up. It was raining from the jump. My entire drive to Kansas City was in the rain. No big deal until I got to the airport or actually Platte City outside of the airport. The rain started coming down heavily. And that means the interstate was absolutely zero visibility because of all of the spray coming up from the automobiles on a very busy stretch of road um, from the interstate from the airport all the way to Shawnee, Kansas, where we went to go have lunch. I had zero visibility. It was one of those turn your music down because you got to concentrate scenarios. Why don't you just pull over and wait? 
Well, because I had to, I had to be at the restaurant by one o'clock. If I pulled over and waited, <laughs> I wouldn't get to the restaurant on time. Okay. All right. Honestly, pulling over and stopping just didn't even register because I had a time frame. I had to get. Uh-huh. He was already there. He got there early, so I had to get there. Zero visibility, white knuckled, ten and two, sitting straight up, focused uh-huh. heavily. Face damn near pressed against the windshield so I could see out of it. Um, the drive was shitty going through Kansas City. I got about five miles outside of the restaurant and a giant Amazon delivery truck, the the rig, and then another small delivery truck. So there was an Amazon truck in front of me and a small delivery truck immediate to my right, right next to me. They both hit this puddle of water that shot up so much water on my windshield for approximately three seconds, which is an eternity when you're absolutely blinded. <laughs> my windshield wipers on full full speed did nothing. They stood no chance. They might as well not even been on. I'm confident that I saw brake lights the second that the water hit my windshield. I freaked the fuck out. If it hadn't already been stressful enough, I might have shit myself at that moment. And I literally screamed, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. As I had zero visibility for three seconds, it was an eternity. I was terrible. I was confident I was about to slam into something. I was like, here it is, brace for impact. I'm about to get slid underneath a fucking semi-truck. Cars are going to start plowing in behind me. It's going to be like those videos you see on the goddamn internet with 70 fucking cars, and I started it because I was blinded by two massive trucks shooting window up on my windshield. I've never been so fucking stressed in my entire life driving an automobile. I've never been so scared. Thank God whenever everything clears, there's I'm not about to crash. Luckily, my exit's coming up. I'm freaking out. I get off of the interstate. The restaurant's not far from where I'm at. I pull up to the restaurant at the exact same time my parents did. They were at a, uh, they went to go to some, uh, uh, what do you call it, antique shop while they're waiting for me. We pulled in, parked at the same time. And right when I got there, it stopped. It, it basically stopped raining. It was just sprinkling uh, at this time. Um, I'm stressed. I'm shaking. I'm fucking nervous. I'm like, what the fuck? Um, I go into the restaurant, meet my family, my stepsister for the first time. I get a beer. Um, we order some food. Food comes. Turns out it's the worst fucking barbecue I've ever had in my entire fucking life. It was absolute fucking trash. The barbecue. And let's go ahead and shout out Hayward's Pit Barbecue in Shawnee, Kansas. Stuck it, you fucking. How are you even still open, you trash fucking restaurant? What a waste of fucking money. The barbecue sauce was basically ketchup. I'm confident that they squirted ketchup out of a gun. And it wasn't good ketchup. It was some cheap, shitty fucking ketchup. And they put it in a bottle and then put some kind of, I don't even know what you do to turn ketchup into barbecue sauce, but they attempted it and they failed miserably. And that was the only fucking option. My bad. There was a spicy option of the same shitty fucking sauce. And it tasted identical to the other shitty sauce, except it was spicy as fuck. I put a dab on my tongue hoping it would taste better. No, it was just as fucking disgusting, but it caught my fucking mouth on fire. It was atrocious. I got five ribs, 
and a side of sausage. I got a two meat, two side. Ribs, mm. sausage, potato salad, mac and cheese. It came with yeah. two pieces of white bread. It, like They attempted to toast the bread, but they stopped toasting the bread. Uh, like It was set in the toaster on the very first possible setting so that it had the slightest toast on it. It didn't change colors. It was just a little crispier than it was before they took it out of the fucking package to put it in the toaster. The ribs had zero flavor whatsoever. They were tender. They fell off the bone clean, but they had zero flavor. So you got to dip it in that god-awful, disgusting fucking ketchup-based whatever it was just so you can get a hint of flavor and remember that you're eating barbecue because the ribs themselves had no fucking flavor whatsoever. The sausage was dry. It was a weird fucking color, and it was no good. The potato salad, that was pretty good. The potato salad was good, but I'm confident they probably got that out of a fucking Cisco truck and don't make it. The mac and cheese was bland and shitty. I ended up fucking putting, I ate two ribs, like four pieces of sausage, uh, three quarters of my mac of my potato salad, two bites of my mac and cheese, and I said I'm full, can I get it to go container so that when I got home I could throw it in the fucking trash because it was fucking terrible. What a god dang terrible place to go eat. The experience sucked. It was great seeing my dad. That was obviously cool, but we only hung out for an hour before he's like, all right, we got to go. I'm like, shit, good to see you. Glad we drove up for an hour, had shitty-ass fucking barbecue, and now I'm getting back in the car, and I still haven't even come down from the goddamn terrifying drive that I had when I came up this way. But thankfully, it stopped raining. The ride home was fine. Uh I'm hungry. I get into town. I'm in Syracuse, Nebraska, which is about 30 minutes outside of Lincoln. They have a Hardee's at a love truck, a loves truck stop. I love me a Frisco burger from Hardee's. Those are fantastic. So I'm like, shit, you only ate two ribs and a few pieces of sausage fucking three hours ago. Let's get a Frisco burger before we go to the bar and drink away our fucking night uh, for the remainder of the evening. I stop there, I get a Frisco burger, a small french fry, and a f- unsweet tea. I get on the road, my french fries, absolute fucking trash. I'm pretty sure they were from uh, a week ago that they just busted out and threw them in the grease again for a couple minutes to try to freshen them up. They were quite possibly the worst fries I've ever had in my life. My Frisco burger, I, you, I think it was still, it was like frozen meat from two years ago. It was absolutely disgusting. So now I've driven three hours up to fucking Kansas City in the worst stressful experience of my fucking life. I had the worst goddamn barbecue. No, no, Kansas City's not for fucking barbecue. Are you kidding me? You could throw a dart at a map of barbecue restaurants and have a fucking great experience. We chose the worst fucking barbecue in the entire city of fucking state of Kansas. How is that even fucking possible? Oh, I had the worst goddamn Frisco burger of my fucking life. I go to the bar. I drive straight to the bar. Don't come home. I go to the bar. They close at eight o'clock. It's five thirty. I go straight to the bar. I take my fucking barbecue that stunk up my goddamn car with shit fucking barbecue smell. I throw it straight into the trash can. I cram it into the trash can slash ashtray in front of my favorite bar. I go inside thinking my boy Adam, who came in from 
Iowa is going to be meeting me at the bar like I was under the impression of. No, he wasn't. He was at another fucking bar. And so when I reached out with him and said, hey, I'm at the pub, he never responded to me. <laughs> he never even phone shut up at the bar. So now I'm sitting at the damn bar by myself. I have zero friends at the bar. Adam, who's in Tampa, I was hanging out with some chick at another bar. Good for you. I can appreciate it. At least you were with a girl. I'll let it slide. My other friends, I've only got like two or three other friends I possibly hang out with them. None of them fucking came out and hang out with me. So I had to kick it with the geriatric locals at the goddamn bar until 8 o'clock before I came home and fucking cried myself to sleep. Happy fucking birthday. Oh, man. Well, that's how my birthday went. I took yeah, off no. next Monday, and it was, I took off Monday the 17th um, and had a personal day where I just yeah. stayed home. Uh, I went and had lunch with my friend, and then I came home and cried some more. So it was, you know, it is what it is. Well, happy birthday, and uh, I can't wait to celebrate the next one. <laughs> it's going to be great. It's going to be wonderful. Thanks for tuning in. We appreciate you joining us, all tens of you that have made it to this episode as well. Um, William, it was a pleasure. Enjoy your trip in Kansas City. What are you doing in Kansas City? I don't know. I don't know. We're we're taking the kids up. I think we're going to go check out some kaleidoscope museum place, do some swimming, and we'll see what else happens. Eat some gluten-free food. All right. Well, if if you can make your way to Q39... Um, Because I had some friends in Kansas City that weekend. The same day, I went to Hayward's Bit Barbecue, the worst Kansas City barbecue ever. They went to a place called Q39, and it was absolutely the best barbecue they've ever had. I saw pictures of it. It looked fucking magnificent um, while I was in town having the worst barbecue. So Q39, if you guys can go, yeah, go eat there. It looks amazing. And it's DT, so I assume you guys are staying DT. I don't know what DT means. What is downtown? It? Downtown. No, we're staying in Overland Park. Oh, very close to Shawnee, Kansas, where the home of Edwards Pit fucking barbecue. Don't go there. Yeah, no, we won't go there. Thanks I, for tuning in. Have a great trip. Drive safely. I assume you guys are driving. Have a safe driving, drive. And uh, I look forward to hearing all about it at the next pod. Everybody, thanks right, for listening. Great. William, peace. Letters. Laters. I forgot to put off the rails at the end.